They say that a mind is a terrible thing to waste. Well, generally, that's a true statement. But in this case, there really isn't much mind left in D. Scott's head anyway, so the only thing we're really wasting here is your time. Welcome inside the mind of D. Scott. Ladies and gentlemen, we are experiencing technical difficulties. Please stand by. Well, would you look at that? Who's doing a podcast today? That's me. Yeah. The mind of D. Scott. Did my computer just freeze there while I was recording? I don't know what what the hell just happened. You would think. Now, I, I work for a huge radio company, and you would think that we would have computers that work and an internet that works and programs that work, but my recording program likes to freeze every now and then. Anyway... Uh, yeah, so I'm feeling a little ornery this morning, just, just, just cause I woke up, I got a stiff neck, I'm, uh, I'm a little bit grumpy, so I figured today would be a good day to do a podcast, of course it would, right? It's, uh, 9.38 on a Sunday morning, it's, uh, it's May 7th, I almost said April 7th, while reading the date off the computer that literally says 5723. Uh, excuse me, good lord. Sorry about that. I'm drinking a uh, a bang energy drink. What am I drink? Which one am I drinking? I'm drinking the uh, black cherry vanilla. It's delicious. Um, anyway, so yeah, I, mean, I almost I almost said the wrong month, which is which is pretty outstanding. But here it is, a Sunday morning. I decided let's get up and uh, go to the radio station, sit in front of a microphone, and just ramble for as long as I possibly can. So thank you so much for those of you that are taking the time to listen to the nonsense that's about to come out of my mouth. I got a lot going on in my mind. I do. And I I figured it was time to drop another podcast because why the hell not, right? Let's see. Since the last one, a lot of stuff going on. My youngest daughter now has a job. She's working for an ice cream stand that's in the capital region of New York, which is where I live. I have no idea where you're listening to the podcast, but uh, it's in Colony. It's been a Colony staple since I can remember, and she's uh, she's she's welcomed into the workforce. How about that? She she likes it, but she doesn't like it because after all, it's work. No matter how much you love your job, it's still work. Am I right? Like it? Like yeah. You're like oh, I love my job, but you know, there's days you wake up and you're like oh, I gotta go to work. Oh, this sucks. Whatever. But uh, so she's she's loving it. The owner of the the owner of the shop loves her. Uh, she's figuring out what it's like to make money, which is amazing for her. Uh, So she's doing really, really well. Still dancing, yes. she's. uh, She had a competition a few weeks ago and was absolutely fantastic on stage, which was awesome because her her old dance studio was there. So she put a nice showing up there and uh, did exactly what we thought she should do. She was a little bit nervous, and I said, don't worry about it. If they look at you and they think that you have not improved head and shoulders above what you did while you were at the other place, um, then they don't know what they're looking at. So let's not worry about what they think of you and making the move that you did. Uh, So she had a great showing, danced amazing, looked beautiful on stage as always. And then there's my oldest daughter, who is absolutely killing it in life right now, working at a grocery store. She's a supervisor there. She's also coaching cheerleading and just wrapping up her sophomore year at SUNY Albany. Could not be more proud of her. Killing it in school. Doing amazing things. She's actually currently in uh, in Orlando for a big cheer competition that's happening at Disney. And lucky her, she's going to Disney today. So good for her. Proud of both of my girls. Love them very, very much. They are literally uh, 
two of the people on this planet that keep me going, which uh, I will always be forever grateful to both of my daughters for. So thank you to both my girls. Daddy loves you so much. It's just exactly what a 15-year-old and a 19-year-old want to hear. Daddy loves you. Daddy loves you. They'll always be daddy's little girls, no matter what anyone thinks. Uh, speaking of which, they both got they got they got birthdays coming up. That was hard to say, as you could tell. Um, my oldest is about to be twenty this month, as a matter of fact, and my youngest will be sixteen in July. Yeah, the youngest one is going to be driving. So those of you that remember my daughter as a youngin when she was born or as a baby, yeah, she's going to be driving this year. That scares the shit out of me. But anyway. Uh, and she's going to prom next weekend, which is awesome. As a sophomore, she was asked to go to the junior prom. So good for her in that. Uh, very proud of my girls. On a personal note, uh, I had the opportunity to DJ opening day in South Glens Falls for their softball program up there. They have like 217 kids in their softball program this year. That is that is amazing. Shout out to Jeff and uh, Nicole for asking me to do it. Jeff is, of course, the uh, the league president and has his hands full because he's dealing with Parents, which is always a good time. Uh, uh, just a note to any parent uh, that has a kid involved in any kind of extracurricular activity, whether it be uh, baseball, softball, basketball, um, whatever the case may be, dance. Y'all need to calm down a little bit, okay? Everyone is doing the best that they can. And contrary to what you might believe, your child is not the only one partaking in that extracurricular event and may or may not be the best player that there is. Okay, so let's take a reality look at things and everybody just calm down with giving um, league officials or even just officials like referees or umpires. Chill out. All right. These people are doing the best they can. They really, really are. It's not the major leagues. It's not professional. So calm down. They're doing all that they can and they're doing what they think is right and best for your child and all the children involved in the extracurricular activity. But so that being said. I did DJ the uh, the opening day festivities, which was a lot of fun. Had a blast up there. Uh, I appreciate the invite, and we'll do that for any. I will do that for them anytime they need me to. Uh, love the people at South Glens Falls and everyone involved in the program up there. Also DJing uh, Raider Fest on the horizon, which is May twentieth. It's going to be happening. My my oldest daughter's birthday, as a matter of fact. Um, which I love doing because Raider Fest is something that was put together by a former classmate of mine, now the head of the school and um, head principal, the head principal of the school. And uh, it's an awesome community building event, and I love being a part of it. So I get to DJ the festivities for that day. They will have live music and vendors and all kinds of great stuff going on. So if you're in Colony or you're a former Colony High graduate and you're still in the area, May 20th, come on out to the high school and uh, take part in Raider Fest. You'll have a good time. Just walk around. You see, I guarantee you'll see a bunch of people that you have not seen in years. Uh, so we'll have some fun and I'll get to play some music and uh, stuff like that. If you need a DJ and you're listening to this podcast right now, hit me up. Uh, you can email me. With, uh, with with your request, and if I have the date open, I will gladly be open to talking to you about DJing your event, whether it's a birthday party or a, uh, a graduation party or a wedding or any special event. You can email me, dscottradio, D-S-C-O-T-T-R-A-D-I-O, at yahoo.com. Shoot me an email, and uh, we'll work it out, and we'll, we'll get some uh, D. Scott Entertainment in the building and, and make sure that your event is uh, is a good time and memorable. That's for damn sure. Now, 
All that being said, let's get into what made me want to come in and record a podcast today. And before I get into it, uh, I do want to shout out my boys, Matt Halleck, Derek Hoffman. Love you guys. Uh, miss you both. Matt, I miss talking to you. Uh, you know, text me whenever you want to. You know what it is. And I always got your back, my friend. Derek, hopefully things are going well for you out there in the wonderful world of Hollywood and out in L.A. Love you, my friend. And uh, looking forward to ho- I'm hoping to look uh, hoping to hear about uh, a job that you've been waiting for for quite some time. Anyway, all that being said, let's talk about what's going on locally here in the capital region, uh, which has got me a little bit salty for a number of reasons, actually, because. One, um, so, so we have, okay, let's, let's, let's do this. We have an arena football team here in the capital region. We've had them come and go in Albany. We had the Albany Firebirds. We had the Albany Conquest. Uh, and then recently we had the Albany Empire, who was at one time owned by a, a group of guys, including Ron Jaworski and stuff like that. And then the league that they were in folded and the, and the ownership group was out. And uh, a guy that I went to high school with, Mike Quarta, actually had a huge hand in bringing them back into the capital region. Um, So not 2020, obviously, because that was COVID year. I believe they came back 2021. Um, Yeah, no, that sounds 2021 and 2022. Yeah, so yeah, 2021 brought the team back into the uh, to the capital region. We had a new indoor arena football league. And uh, obviously that's what arena football is, not outdoor. It's it's indoor. So that's kind of redundant. But we had this new arena football team, and uh, it was the same. We called them the Albany Empire, and Mike was doing some amazing things with the team. Won back-to-back championships under Mike, and for reasons that have not been disclosed to me, um, although it sounded more necessity purposes because I know Mike was shelling out quite a bit of money to keep the team in operation, uh, they brought in Antonio Brown. Yes, Antonio Brown, the guy that was on the Pittsburgh Steelers, the receiver, right? And then, you know, he was out of the league for a while, and he leaves Pittsburgh, and da-da-da-da-da, ends up back in Tampa. Yes, the same guy that took his pads and helmet off and his shirt in a game against the Jets while playing for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and walked out of the team. Walked out on the team. Just <laughs> off he goes. Um, they bring him in as a minority owner Basically, for financial purposes, I believe, and then also to try to bring some, you know, hype around the team, which makes a world of sense to me. Uh, Giving the guy the benefit of the doubt, you know, hands are shook, papers are signed, and then behind closed doors, the man starts doing basically whatever he wants to. Uh, A lot of just crazy stuff going on behind the scenes, and some of it publicly. Next thing you know, uh, my boys are out, and Antonio is now 95% owner of the team. Excuse me. Now now it's not Antonio. He, he said he was the owner of the team, but then recently says that uh, Antonio L. Allah Trust is uh, the owner of the team, and Antonio L. Allah is the guy that owns it. Who this man is, no idea. He says he doesn't know in a press conference, and then a few days later, Uh, it's released that he gave an interview to a local newspaper here that gets picked up by the New York Post, and it comes out that he says, oh, Antonio L. Allah is some guy that's, you know, a foreigner and and owns the team, and it is a human, apparently, Um, although I don't believe that. (sighs) Listen, we've all heard rumors about how A.B. is, what he is, who he is, the way he acts, the way he carries himself. Those, um, I don't even want to say misconceptions because they're not misconceptions. They're, they're, 
all of the all of the stuff that follows that man around, it's true. Okay? For whatever you think of that guy or have heard of that guy, it is true. It's the way he acts. He is um I guess we'll just say he's just he doesn't seem to be a very good professional person. He doesn't seem to be a good person person. If you follow me on Twitter, at DScottRadio, you'll see, uh, and I refuse to really just get into the tweet that he put out, but he put a tweet out um, using quite a bit of hate speech in there. Not something conducive of a, uh, of a team owner. At uh, DScottRadio is my Twitter handle. It won't take you long to find me and find the tweet that AB put out talking about a 19-year-old kid in the capital region. So you you that that that's who that guy is. He literally is exactly who we thought he was. So it angers me that he is seemingly ruining this team that we have in the capital region. So that, like I said earlier, I'm angry twofold on this one. I'm angry because he's screwing up this team and I'm huge with the capital region stuff that goes on. I enjoy the stuff that we have here in the 518 things to do, and I try to support all the local teams and, you know, just activities that we can do here in the Capital Region, getting us out of the house and giving us something to do, whether it be on the weekend or with minor league baseball, with the uh, Tri-City Valley Cats during the weekend, on the weekends during the summer months as well. Do my best to support all of that. He seems to be ruining that, which bothers me. He seems to also be taking money out of my pocket. And the reason I say that, and I go back to saying that I'm a DJ, Right. Well, I was DJing the indoor block or the block parties for the Albany Empire, whether they were the indoor block parties or the outdoor block parties, whatever the case may be. I was DJing those. And because my friends are out, I I, I stepped away. I, I don't know if they were going to bring me back as their DJ. And truthfully, I don't really care if they were going to reach out or not. I immediately stepped away. I put it out on my Facebook page just to get it out there that I was no longer going to be doing those because I don't want to be associated with that guy. Don't want my name tapped on or tagged on to what that guy is doing. So to say that I'm I'm angry because he's taking money out of my pocket, he kind of is. You know, I, I had something going and was making money doing that stuff, and now he's affecting my bottom line, which is never a good thing. So, uh Hopefully we can turn it around or maybe even, you know, at some point get our boys back in there. Whatever the case may be, uh, just kind of looking for some kind of resolution there, I guess. Want my, uh, I just want my team in the capital. I want my teams in the capital region to be successful. That, that's basically what it boils down to. And uh, I don't think that this man that's doing it, A.B., is the guy to do so. Anywho. The other reason I wanted to come in and uh, crack the mic and record my words, which is, uh, which is what I'm doing right now as I take a drink. Excuse me. We're into the baseball season. Yankees, I, I'm sure if you are a fan of this podcast, you know my, my dedication to the New York Yankees. Uh, not playing well. We are two games above 500 at this point. Sole possession of last place in the American League East. One of the biggest problems is our team has been bitten by the injury bug. And let me go through some of the injuries that we have here as I read them off. Although Aaron Judge is expected to possibly be back on May 9th, May 9th he is injured. So we're out him. Uh, Carlos Rodon, Rodon uh, left elbow strain, back stiffness. Now it turns out the back injury they're saying is chronic. 
which I don't know what happened with the front office on this one and how he missed it. If it's a chronic back issue, we paid him a lot of money to come. But Rodon is hurt, who is going to be a huge part of our starting rotation. He would have been our number two. Our number three, Luis Severino, he's out as well. Hopefully we get him back by June. Josh Donaldson is out. Jonathan Lewizica is out. Um, Stanton, Giancarlo Stanton is out. Tommy Canely is injured. Lou Trevino is Trevino, excuse me, is injured. Frankie Montas is injured. Uh, Luis Gill, Scott F. Ross. I mean, the like, those are a lot of big players right there. Those are two huge players in our offense, with Stanton and Judge being hurt. Donaldson, say what you will about the guy, but he is a threat every time he's up at the plate. He's on the IL. Canely hurting our, uh, you know, Canely being hurt kind of damages our bullpen. Uh, Trevino, Trevino being out. Uh, Montas, I, I, uh, Montas, I don't believe in. Uh, sorry. but our, So our pitching is depleted. Our offense is depleted. And we're kind of playing with the B squad at this point. I mean, our, our starting lineup, Anthony Volpe leading off, which, by the way, I don't care what you think. Um, and, and, and this is, this is, I'm going to get into Yankee fans in a minute, Yankees fans in a minute. Volpe is, um, meeting expectations as far as I'm concerned, or I will go out on a say on a limb and say that he's exceeding expectations as a rookie being thrust into the limelight and being the starting shortstop for the New York Yankees, which let's think about it. Like our last big name shortstop was Derek Jeter. Like this guy's got some shoes to fill. Okay. So you got Volpe leading off. Anthony Rizzo is batting second, I believe. Uh, third, I think Harrison Bader, maybe, because Bader is finally back. We got DJ LeMayhew batting f- cleanup. Like, of all guys, DJ LeMayhew batting cleanup. And then five through nine has been this weird kind of like revolving door of Isaiah Kiner, Falefa, uh, Glaber Torres. Oh, excuse me. I think Torres is batting third. And then you got Bader more towards the bottom of the lineup, but you got IKF, you got um, you got Bader in there. For some reason, we keep running out Aaron Hicks. I don't know why we're doing that. Uh, we got Oswaldo Cabrera in there, it, and, and that kid is going to be a star. I'm sorry, he he is. This is only his second year in the league. He is going to be a star. Um, we got Oswald Cabrera. No, Oswald. Um, I can't think of his last name. Oh well, the Yankee fans will hate me for that one. But, uh, you know, he's he's in there from time to time. It's like this weird revolving door, like I said, uh, with the Hicks thing kills me. Uh, you got uh, Higashioka, who is a great defensive catcher, but for some reason the offense has been slacking with him. He had a, a mental error in the game, I think, yesterday, thinking there was two, three strikes, you know, thinking it was a third strike and it was only the second with two outs. Uh, led to a two-run double, which kind of sucked against Tampa. Um it's just weird, you know, and then we got Jose Trevino, who I love. I love Jose Trevino. I think that kid is, that guy is fantastic. He's not really a kid. I, mean, I know he's only been on the Yankees for a few years, but he's been in the league for a minute. Uh, so, the, like, five through nine on the Yankees has just been really, really tough to deal with um, offensively. And even the top of the lineup really isn't exceeding any kind of expectations or even meeting any kind of expectations at this point. But... At the same time, and this is not to hate on what the Yankees are doing. I'm not happy with the way that they're playing, not to mention our pitching staff, too, by the way. I mean, we got Garrett Cole, and then it's kind of like – and and Nestor Cortez is is pitching out of his mind as well. Um, And I don't – why he was not moved up to our two spot 
instead of being like our third or fourth starter, is beyond me. That guy has proven that he belongs in the starting rotation for any team, let alone the New York Yankees. Um, so Cole and, and Nestor are pitching the way that they're supposed to in the way we expect them. Cole's actually undefeated. He's, he's on the bump today against Tampa as I record this on May 7th. So that'll make sense just for uh, reference if you're listening any other day besides today. Um, but Herman is pitching, hit and miss. Uh, Clark Schmidt has been awful uh, as a starter, and I can't really think. Oh, we got this new kid, Johnny. I can't think of his last name. Uh, sorry, it escapes me, and I just am too lazy to pull it up on my phone right now. But he's been pitching decent. I mean, the guy's a rookie, so he, he you know, for him to get thrust into the majors, to the Yankees starting rotation, he's been doing. Relatively decent, but the offense is floundering. The pitching staff is, we got a couple of solid guys in the bullpen. Um, But now let me get into what I'm seeing from Yankee fans. Now, first and foremost, it's May, okay? You guys were already bugging out in April, which, by the way, April is the first month of the season, which goes until October, almost November at this point with the playoffs and, and all that stuff. Granted, the Yankees need to make the playoffs, and at this point uh, would not be. And, and, you know, the way we're playing right now, we're not going to make the playoffs. But there's a lot – playoffs? Um, there's a lot of – there is a lot of season left. So I've been seeing Yankee fans already. And I get it. Like Aaron Boone has made some bonehead moves, uh, pulling Herman out the other day where he was he he had only just given up like two hits or something like that and uh we we give it we turn it over to the bullpen and we drop it we like we lose we blow the save and Herman probably should not have come out he was his his pitch count was up there but he was pitching great and uh looked fantastic probably could have got us through the inning and obviously hindsight is 2020 and we can't say for sure what would have happened had the inner uh, that inning progressed with Herman on the mound, but we go to the bullpen and it just kind of the wheels fall off and we look like shit and our bullpen blows the save and you know it was a tough loss. It was a it was a tough walk or it was a tough loss against Cleveland. Uh, that being said, calling for the head of our manager right now, who is literally just kind of piecing together a starting lineup, um, is is kind of silly. It's May. I want to go back to 2022 and the season we had in the in the first half that we had and how dangerous this team is when they are healthy. Because if you go through it, like we had Stanton, we had Judge, everybody was playing well. DJ looked amazing. Uh, and, you know, Rizzo, Rizzo in the lineup right now is not going to be the Anthony Rizzo that we need him to be because he's not going to be pitched the same right now because there's nobody protecting him in the lineup for real. Like, if you think about it. So you, you got Volpe in front of him and then maybe Torres behind him or, or you know, uh, LeMayhew, who is a typically our leadoff guy, which Volpe has proven that he should be hitting leadoff. He's, he's like I said, he's he's above my expectations for this season. Um, but the, the one question I do have for Boone, and I, I just want to, you know, kind of regress back to what I was saying about Aaron Boone, is the fact that we seem to have a different lineup every day, which is kind of weird to me. Because, like, you know, if we're, if the lineup does well the day before, keep that lineup. Why do we have to change the lineup every day? Is there something – do we have something that says we have to change the lineup every day? Because 
that, that I don't agree with that whatsoever. That is my one, my second criticism of what Boone has been doing. Let's keep the lineup consistent. We're getting guys consistent at bats and uh, let them kind of get into their groove. Now, Yankees fans, calm down. Calm the F down. For the love of God, it is May. We will get our guys back. Pitching, I don't know. I don't know if we're even going to see Carlos Rodon this year. Uh, Severino will be back hopefully mid-May, early June, something like that, uh, which would be great. I think Canely is getting close. I don't know about Montas. I think he's done, um, which, again, he's – I don't care. I think that was an awful signing because he was a good pitcher in, in Oakland. Doesn't mean that he's a good pitcher in New York. Two different two different ball clubs, way different ball clubs, two different fan bases, way more pressure pitching in pinstripes than you are pitching out in Oakland. Like there's no pressure pressure whatsoever to pitch in Oakland. So Montas to me, uh, I think that was a, a complete miss for the uh, front office and management for the Yankees. Anyway, that being said, Yankees fans need to settle down. It is May. We have at least five more months in this baseball season. Five months. That's that's just short of a half year of baseball still left to play. We are maintaining a 500, you know, win percentage. Two games above right now. We're kind of fluxing around there. With the lineup that we have and the pitching staff that we have, it's hard as a Yankees fan to say 500 is, is sufficient. But at the same time, 500 is sufficient for what we're dealing with. Let's get some guys back and let's see what happens after that. So everybody needs to calm down. Let's let's just, you know, take a breath. We got a lot of baseball season left. Like I was saying before, where we had that killer first half last year, we are a dangerous, dangerous team. Okay? And now think back to the second half that we had. We had some injuries in the second half, and all of a sudden, we were losing games. And we looked like absolute garbage in the second half. And thanks to the first half of the season, we maintained our lead in the first or from the first half. So we maintained our lead in the American League East. Our first half had a lot to do with winning the division last year because of the fact that we were so far out in front. We can still go on a run and still have a, a ridiculously good rest of this season, whether it be, you know, starting in June, going through the end of the season, or coming out of the All-Star break and having a great second half of the season. We're still a contender. I understand how good Tampa is playing right now. I get that. The East is a very, very competitive division to be in. The fucking Astros are good. Who would have thought the Astros, not the Astros, excuse me, excuse me, again, 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 uh, let me go back. Sorry, I was reading the text from my daughter. Um, the Orioles, that's what I meant to say, not the Astros. The Orioles are actually playing good. We knew it was coming. They were starting to show signs of being a good team. And who else is in the AL East? Tampa, uh, oh, t- uh, t- uh, bah, 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 Toronto, Toronto's playing awesome. And then you got Boston, who is always going to be a competitive team. We are in a, an extremely tough division in Major League Baseball, the hardest division there is and the best division there is with five competitive teams in the division. So just calm down. We will be there, okay? We will be fine. I can't guarantee that, and you never know what's going to happen. But do I think do I think Tampa's going to continue to play as well as they are all season? Absolutely not. 
Okay, they're going to they're going to hit some skids and they're going to falter. And who knows? They they could get off to this great start and then just kind of the wheels fall off. Uh, go back to our second half of the season last year. Everybody, calm down. Stop pretending you know how to run the team, especially for those of you that a may have never played baseball beyond <coughs> Babe Ruth or you know like a like a travel ball team. You didn't play college. You didn't play any kind of real competitive baseball. Stop that. Oh, and by the way, everyone that's talking shit, you've never run a major league club. Stop it. Settle down. I understand your frustration. Just calm down. Stop pretending that you could do a better job. You might think you could do a better job, but you have no idea what it's like to sit in Cashman's chair or sit in Boone's position and do exactly what it is they're doing. Everybody relax It's May. It is May. It's May. One more time, it's only May. Just settle down. If we're playing this shitty in August or September, okay, then I understand the extreme frustration of Yankees fans. At this moment in time, it is May. Relax. All right? We're going to be okay. Trust me. It's a 162-game season. We are like... 40 games into the season. Chill out. We still have like triple the amount of season left in Major League Baseball that football plays. Okay? We play double the amount of games that fucking basketball plays in a regular season. Chill out. We're going to be okay. We good? I hope so. I think I'm done. I can't believe I actually came back from this long, long, long hiatus of not doing my very own podcast, and here I am. I spewed for a half hour, damn near. Yay me! Uh, By the way, if you are um, a pro wrestling fan, I am involved in a pro wrestling podcast called The Undisputed Podcast with Bobby Fish. Yes, Bobby Fish. The infamous Bobby Fish from the Undisputed Era and uh, AEW fame and Ring of Honor fame and uh, New Japan fame. You know the guy. Or if we went to high school together, you know the guy because we all graduated together. Me, Bobby Fish, and Frank Ferrero. uh, Awesome podcast that we do. You can actually check it out on the Premier Streaming Network if you want to subscribe to that and you can watch our podcast. Uh, We have some pretty awesome guests coming up. I mean, not to mention the fact that we've interviewed, uh, let's see, Scotty Too Hotty we've had on. We've had Jake the Snake Roberts on. We've had Eric Bischoff on the podcast, Rampage Jackson, just to name a few. And then uh, guests that are on the hook that we're looking to sync up and, and get on, John Morrison. Um, who else we got? We got Chavo Guerrero coming on very, very soon. And some other big names uh, just around the corner. So if you're a pro wrestling fan or combat sports fan, you can definitely check out the Undisputed Podcast with Bobby Fish, uh, also available wherever you're listening to this podcast right now. And, of course, with Katie Manning and Michelle Lyons-Polito, my third podcast, which is Psychic on the Scene. It's all paranormal stuff and uh, psychic stuff and and, you know, spiritual and, and just fun, spooky, oogity-boogity stuff. So that's also available wherever you're listening to this podcast. Like I said, you need a DJ, hit me up at D, it's, it's, it's at D Scott Radio, by the way, on Twitter, if you want to hit me on there, or uh, at D Scott Radio also, or at D Scott on air, I believe, on Instagram. D Scott Radio at yahoo.com is the, uh, is the email address. D S C O T T Radio, R A D I O, at yahoo.com. If you need a DJ for an event you're doing, uh, I would be glad to talk to you and see if we can work it out. All right? 
Thank you for listening. I say this as I sign off every podcast. I'm going to definitely try. Try to do this on a little bit more of a regular basis. That is it. Thank you for listening. Yankee fans, calm down one more time. It's only May. It's May. Time to go. See you. Bye.